0: Tiffany, welcome to the human experience. It's an honor to have you here. Welcome.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be here.
0: So um, we did. We did have a little bit of a technical kind of thing, but <laughs> we're we're here now. And um, I really just, you know, you have this. You have this really warm energy, and um, you seem to have these natural abilities. I let's just let's just dive right in. Um, you know what's your what 's your story how did you how did you get into this stuff how did you learn about your your abilities
1: How did i get I was born this way um in all honesty um I really don't know any other way um of being um i've always seen energy ever since I was a kid. I think the first time I realized that no one else was seeing what I was seeing or how very different I was, was probably in about third grade. And um, I had gotten into a little tiff, if you will, with one of my friends and she was being very mean. And I said to her, I said, I know why you're doing this and I read all of her energy and things that she had never talked about she's she just looked like a deer in the you know headlights Headlights, (laughs) looked at me and said how do you know that and I said because it's right there it's all right there and I was like motioning to her body into you know her head I said everyone can see it and she just kind of looked at me like what and you know (laughs) we're in third grade so this is a little odd you know conversation to begin with and I looked around and and everybody had deer in the headlights and i was like oh wow so what uh and <laughs> she just kind of looked at me and we quit being friends after that and that was the point where i realized that um i'm di- i was different and nobody nobody was seeing what i was seeing wow. and yeah that was pretty in- <laughs> pretty intense <laughs> and she so, just
0: so um That's that's definitely interesting. So then then how did you learn how to like hone your abilities you learned You're in third grade You find out through a friend of yours who's no longer your friend that that you have this special Thing happening that isn't happening to other people what I mean like like fast forward a bit You know 10 20 years later um, how How do you you know focus like what what do you experience? What what happens to you?
1: Well, I think from that point on, I had just different things happening um, um, that kind of made me aware of what what was actually going on with me. Um, You know, like um, uh, my grandmother died, and all of all of a sudden, I can see her um, in a different place in my mind's eye um, after she's dead. Hmm. Um, so there's that. And then I had an uncle who was sick in the hospital and looked at the energy in his body and could hear, um, his voice saying, don't you, you know, don't tell anybody because I saw an infection in his intestines. And I heard that he he has a choice. Um, he can either live a little bit longer or he can die within, um, two to four weeks because of the infection and he was just looking at me and he wasn't saying anything to me. And I was like, but I could hear this whole conversation going on between him and whoever else was talking to me at the time. I didn't know who that was. I just assumed it was the angels. Wow. Um, and he died, um, about two and a half weeks later from the infection. So his choice. Yeah. That was, that was intense. So, you know, I've had quite a few experiences. introducing myself to myself, um, you know, along that, you know, I, so I can't really project 10 years out too much because there was so much stuff like that. So I got more comfortable being able to read it and started to kind of play with it a little bit where, um, I kind of could finish people's sentences. I knew what they were thinking, um, because their thoughts were so strong, you know, there's such an energetic, uh, projection when people think strong thoughts Mm -hmm. easy to pick up you know it's like a microphone on them and so it got overwhelming honestly and I really struggled with it and I tried to turn it off and I couldn't turn it off it would pop back on like 200 percent stronger and it was really frustrating and at some point um, I just started having really weird visual um um Uh, like nightmares I'd call them um, Mm -hmm. where, you know, you close your eyes and you think you're meditating and you're in this altered reality. And it's like, and I wasn't taking drugs. I, you know, didn't do that. I didn't need to (laughs) because I had enough going on as it was. (laughs) So I, at one point I was like, okay, I need help. And I was, you know, I prayed to the angels and I said, you know, please, please God, um, help me, help me understand this because I'm going to lose it. I'm just going to lose it if I don't understand this. So, um, you know, they, they've entered, they've, sorry, I'm stuttering. Oh, no <laughs> okay. Um, I ended up moving to Boulder, Colorado and in Boulder, Colorado, I found a Psychic Horizon Center, um, that's founded by, uh, Mary Bell and I love this woman. And I walked in, into her aura healing clinic and uh, she just kind of looked at me and gave me a smile and I knew I was, um in a safe place and that I had been delivered, Mm -hmm. um, to the place I could get a grip on my abilities and understand how to work with them. And, um, so she gave me a lot of tools and I spent quite a bit of years, probably, gosh, I took every class that they had (laughs) so that I could, you know, understand all these different aspects. And, um, it was a lot of fun. She, she's, um, great. She has, she keeps things light. And she keeps them simple in kindergarten, and she has a lot of love and joy and a lot of playfulness for all of her students.
0: You know, I, he- I heard... Um, that's, not, that's really interesting. It's really intriguing. I've heard that there, there are, like, three levels. Like, this was put very <laughs> basically. But um, there are three levels to being psychic. The first level, you have no idea what's happening to you at all, and you kind of just experience all of these other kind of sensations, and you have no idea what's going on the second level you you understand that you are picking up on something that other people aren't picking up on but you don't you don't have any control over it i mean you you can kind of filter what you choose you know to perceive and what you don't choose to perceive and then the third level is kind of like a hologram where this sort of image appears and you can pick and choose like what information you want to retrieve, which is, I guess, the the most advanced. So it sounds like, it sounds like you, you know, you're experiencing this sort of holographic version of being able to access just information.
1: Um, you know, I would have to say the, the hologram or holographic projection had been there the whole entire time, um, I, I think each one of those phases has a whole lot of depth to, um, as far as, um, th- that is a very simple way of putting it <laughs> yeah. in, in my personal experience. Yeah. I don't think that whole holographic projection ever goes away. I think what happens is, is the more I became uh, accepting of it and not afraid of it, um, and understood it better and, um, could play with it more from a joyful lighthearted space um it became easy to navigate and easier to navigate because essentially that's the energy um that i'm looking at is from the divine or source or spirit or however you want to um you know define it um so once you meet it meet that energy with the energy that it is um it's it just is right there for you um willing to to do whatever you're ready for in in that moment but it's definitely uh, there's a such a grace with it because um if you will the angels or your spirit guides your higher self know know fully well that um you need an adjustment period <laughs> and in a gradual incoming of um information yeah, sure. that's
0: that's that's smart. I like that that you kind of meet, you know, this divine without resistance and the more you you fight it, um, you know, the more challenging it it really becomes. So, where are at this point, you know, you you have these abilities and you you start learning how to kind of hone them and so where at at what point do you realize that you want to start helping people?
1: Oh, I did the typical thing, you know, where um, most psychics are like, ooh, I have an ability. Ooh, let's go help people. (laughs) And ooh, let's make money at it too. Um, And I was, a lot of my friends who were in my classes at the Psychic Horizons were off you know, starting their own centers and and trying to make uh, websites and phone calls and um, trying to really get their um, psychic reading business going. I was kind of put off by it, to be honest with you. Um, I just didn't know if that was my that was my work um, to be offered. I tried it. It didn't go well, I think only because of my own um, shortcomings with it. Um, so I it took me a bit to figure it out because I, you know, there's so many people running out there doing it. There's so many different flavors of psychics. There's so many different flavors of clairvoyance, mediums, channelers, you know, and and I was kind of like, okay, well, how can I be real and authentic with this? Right. So I, I went through a whole nother phase of... Um, kind of the three levels that you said, you know, okay, I have this now, what do I do with this? And what does that look like? And, um, putting yourself out there as a person who can read energy, um, is challenging. (laughs) It's kind of like putting yourself out there as a, you know, um, WWF wrestler, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Hmm. What do you yeah, what what do I yeah. say to you? how do I approach you? you know <laughs> how do you have your advertise yourself? <laughs> you know oh, I can
0: imagine yeah uh, yeah
1: so it was um, I went through a whole other phase again with uh, of trying to integrate it and get used to it and um, uh, being okay with being called a psychic and a clairvoyant because when for me, Having felt different my whole entire life, I was always trying to fit back into the box and the box would never let me in because my energy work would always show up or I would they just could tell something was different about me so I didn't fit into the mainstream consciousness. Um I I have uh <laughs> I have a great knack for calling the white elephant in the room really loudly. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And I and I want people to pay attention to that white uh, white elephant when I was younger. So, you know, that wasn't helpful either. <laughs> so you call people out on their stuff and they're like, whatever and they'll walk away. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's a whole different, whole different level of meeting people where they're at, um, and what they can hear and what they can have um, with uh, putting yourself out there because you have to meet yourself with who you are, where I'm at, and how how do I offer that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I really like I really like your perspective. I i I've, you know I've I've talked to other psychics quote and. I don't know. There, there's an air and there's a sort of authority. And I, mean, I don't feel that with you. I, I don't get that with you. I don't. And it, it's, it feels more clean, feels more pure. I mean, if that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you. Yeah. So, the, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on today. Um, so let's 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 get right into it. Let's let's um let's talk about Let's talk about what is, for a person who has no idea, you know, they're thinking, and they're talking about energy, you know, they're talking about electricity, you know, in the wall or something. Like, what, what, what is energy? Like, what,
1: what is it? Oh, uh, wow. That's a juicy question. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's so many ways to answer that, too. Um... Okay, so I'm just going to kind of come from where I come from and um, my experience with what is energy. Um, give me a moment and I'll yeah, no get the words together here for a little bit. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about um, how I relate to energy and how I work with energy because energy is a pretty loaded word too. It gets thrown around a lot, you know, like synergy and mm-hmm. all those kind of words. Um, I think for me, the energy is, it's kind of like, if you will, the verb essence of spirit. Okay. It's the uh, the intelligence the wisdom of the divine, the creator um, energy in all of us that comes from uh, a divinity source, comes from the ultimate creator um, of all that is, all that has been, and all that will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that energy, again, is it's so accessible. To everyone, I think a lot of what I try to do is keep the woo-woo language out, so <laughs> that um, you know people. I can talk to you know everyday people, and um, they have no idea that I do energy work because of the words that I choose, the energy I choose to present it to them. Um, again, meeting them where they're at, describing it in their language in terms that they can understand, um, because energy is so. Uh, pliable that way um where it meets you where you're at it you know what do you need what do you want in that moment and it is it is that that divine essence um in verb form is that what that is to me if that makes sense
0: Hmm. okay um let's let's probe into that a little bit further <laughs> okay um, so so um i i think in my, my short learning, I think that, you know, people develop blockages in their energy and their auras, their chakras. And, um, you know, is that, is that something that you see often, these sort of blockages?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're going to go down that line with describing energy, um, geez, that's, that's another juicy one. Um, oh, heck, uh, heck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, all of us have okay so there yes we have energy blockages in our cells on the physical level we have energy blockages in our chakra system if you will Mm -hmm. we have energy blockages in our meridian systems Um, I'm an acupuncturist so um, I see that too Um, and but for me what I see often is that when the spirit, um, is distressed, um, because of how it's created its reality, um, in energy, uh, via thought form, via, via emotional form, via, um, Uh, habitual behavioral patterns um all all of those are energy too so we create our reality because we are creator beings um from you know that have the source of the divine within them um we create things and immediately energy will attach itself to it and it'll go out and um sometimes um we have negative thoughts or what we deem evil or bad or uh, lower frequency um energies like um you know you date somebody you get your heart broken and you're like oh i'll never do that again <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you will because <laughs> you just put it out there hey universe i never want to do that again <laughs> like and they you know they'll meet you with negative if you put that negative energy out there the universe will meet you with negative energy and yeah you'll go through the same thing again so there's a little bit of a dance there of um, how energy blockages get created huh if Interesting. that makes sense Interesting.
0: so so okay so how many there's what there's seven primary chakras is that is that correct
1: yeah in most systems there's seven but is that
0: is that just a paradigm? I mean, do, do we actually have these source, like, sort of vortex, like, light projecting things connected to, you know, our endocrine system and all of our main organs? I mean, that's, you perceive that? You pick, pick that up or?
1: Um, yes. For me, in my experience with the chakras, they look kind of like, um, uh, you know, the kaleidoscopes how they're long and you can spin them and they change colors. Right. That's what a chakra looks like to me in the body. Um, They have apertures at the front and back of them and they are uh, very much connected into the physical organs. For me, the main seven chakras are part of the physical form manifestation of um, uh, the divine creativity, Okay. Um, we have a lot more of chakras that go way above us. Um, I don't really want to get into that, but okay, let's talk
0: about the primary chakras. Let's yeah. talk, let's talk about what do you, what do you see like in, in the treat, treatments that you've done and the people that you talk to, what do you see as the most active
1: Oh, it depends. Like for the last couple of years since 2012, Mm -hmm. there's been such a spike, if you will, uh, and an increased activity within the... People are waking up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And part of that is those chakras are starting to uh, get churned. And so there's a lot of old stuff, old ways of being that don't serve us, that are just getting literally pulled out of us whether we like it or not and yeah, yeah. and so i'm seeing since 2012 there's been like a a sequencing going on they started um uh, not they sorry cancel <laughs> can't <look laughs> clear delete that the chakras yeah um the, the Oh, yeah, gosh, I don't even have a word for that. Um, But in each individual, I have noticed that it started at the first lower three chakras and then worked its way up, and it started over again on a different layer, deeper layer, and it's working its way back up again. Hmm. So it's like this purging that's going on for everyone's um, chakra system. Um, And a lot of what I've seen is... um, Uh, the cleaning out, honestly, of what does not serve us, like thoughts like, you know, um, you didn't think you were good enough at that. Um, so-and-so has said they didn't like you. They didn't have a reason, but they didn't like you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we take these on and go, ooh, I must be bad. Um, so you just, like, matched that negative energy that came in. When in all actuality, none of that's true. You're not bad. You know, so what if that person doesn't like you? It's... It, it has nothing to do with you. That's their stuff, right? So all those places and those experiences that we've had, um, or where we've doubted ourselves and said, "Oh, I just don't know if I'm good enough," or "I don't know if um, I don't know if I can do this," or you know, any of that self-doubt or self-worth, all that stuff is getting um, um, purged out. Right. And my feeling and what I've watched is is that because it's just not true. It's not the truth of your being. You know, we came into this world perfect, and um, perfectly created. There was nothing wrong with us, and there still is nothing wrong with us. We are here to learn, and we are here to um, help each other out. And by that, we we contribute to um, what I call learning lessons. Um, and. We get to learn and shift out of non-truths and um, keep reaching up for the higher realms, um, the higher energy, the higher frequencies.
0: Yeah, that'd be kind of cool if that happened. Like just one day you just kind of click out of your body and like, oh, congratulations, you just ascended and (laughs) that might be fun. I wouldn't that's mind That's not how it's going
1: to work, though. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, you can choose that way, but that's not how it has to work.
0: <laughs> okay, that's cool. I'll wait it out. You know, I can have time.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, okay, let's go there a little bit. Is that all right?
0: Yeah, sure, sure.
1: Okay. So, what's happening is as we are cleaning house. Emotional house, physical house, spiritual house, if you will, um, cleaning out the chakras, cleaning out the meridians, cleaning out the cells, and we're creating um, the space for a higher, higher frequency in all of those parts of us. What we're doing is we're actually taking the physical body out of a dense dimension and um allowing it to start to vibrate and so what happens is is that it it becomes more of a light body of an energy body Mm -hmm. and that is part of what people are calling the ascension um you know, a lot a lot of the whole stories and the myths around ascending was like, yeah, you know, you're going to hit enlightenment. You're going to have done so many good things in your life and have done the right things. And that's going to earn you an ascension certificate so you can take mm-hmm. off out of your physical body, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a choice now by choosing to let go of that stuff that doesn't serve us Um the negative thoughts, the, um, you know, all those untruths of like, I don't like myself. Nobody likes me. I'm not good enough. I've lost my mind. Yeah. All that stuff. As we let that go, um, like I said, the body starts to vibrate, the cells start to vibrate at um, closer to the divine source. You know, Mm -hmm. this is where you get close to God, if you will. So
0: the the old paradigms of this kind of self-hate and like the lower emotions, lower frequencies, they're being sort of phased out. Is that what you're saying? That that these these new higher level emotions, like these higher level like truth, love, and like all these other things that means so much more and and resonate so much higher that is that what's kind of happening right now that these these old paradigms are starting to go away and these new paradigms are appearing
1: yes that's exactly what i'm saying
0: Mm, okay yeah that Um, makes sense
1: yeah and so in that you at some point uh, will get the physical body vibrating at such a high frequency that doesn't match those lower frequency thoughts Or, uh, paradigms or, um, if you will, um, you know, like 20 years ago, the mainstream consciousness Mm -hmm. that doesn't, that doesn't work anymore. Um, you know, things like that. Even, I mean, you can even go on to say that our money system, that kind of consciousness is not going to be able to, it's not shifting. So it's going to collapse in on itself eventually, um, the paradigm of war—that's um, not going to be necessary because that's all about ego. That's about um, I want what you have, and I'm going to fight you and kill you to give it to me. Okay, right. really? Right. That's <laughs> that's not helpful, <laughs> you know. So those kind of paradigms are shifting. As long as we are mindful about our attachments to those paradigms and we let those go, um, you'll be able to choose do I want to stay in this body and keep going higher and higher or do I want to leave this planet and take my body with me? I'm (laughs) out of
0: here. I'm out later. (laughs) Right. (laughs) um, You know, for me, I've noticed, I've noticed that I, right now in my life, I cannot have negativity around me whatsoever. Like if, if there is someone who is just a negative, I mean, we we all kind of know someone like that, and Debbie Downers, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just it it's it's at a point. I mean, before it was like oh whatever, and and now it's it's it really bothers me to a point where I have to leave that space completely. I just can't I just can't be around stuff like that at all. And you know, I've even I've even started disconnecting people who are like that. And, like, out of my life completely. And I, and I, I really think that this is part of the, the process, disconnecting these old connections and, and forming these these new ones.
1: Yeah, I agree. It truly is. Because uh, where we're headed is such a, a joyful sense of, uh, if you will, contentment, peace, peacefulness inside it just does not resonate with the negativity anymore and you know and actually in all actual blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's actually a gift for you know if that doesn't serve you being around that negativity um as as long as that separation is done uh, with integrity and uh, as much as peaceful as possible Um it's a gift to the other person and this is what i was talking about how we help each other out mm-hmm. um that's why we're here mm-hmm. you, this person who is negative you know the debbie downer sees you going I, this just isn't acceptable anymore and they're like wait a minute why isn't this acceptable this is how we've been operating like no it's not uh, I, yes it has been but i choose i choose another way and the that choice is key into shifting um, into the uh, higher higher dimensions, if you will, or the, the higher frequencies or just the um, more positive energy. But it gives that gift to the person who is like, well, oh, they won't play my game, right? That I'm not getting served this way. So, and if it happens enough to them, they might just say, huh, maybe I should choose a different way and maybe come back to see how you had done it or somebody else had done it. Um, what was the choice they made and why did they choose it? And so this is where we help each other out, you know, like that while that might not have felt all that great you in your truth stepped out of it and that person is left to make a different decision or stay in the in that paradigm it's you know we have free will so there it is yeah
0: let's 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 stay with this i like i like this this where we're going another another thing that that i've noticed is my intuition is just on full alert like i (laughs) am just so aware and I'm, i'm picking up on so much like a you know, I'll 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 know, you know, and, and I'm I don't think I'm psychic, but um, <laughs> I you know, maybe we all are, you know, partially psychic or something. But um, I I just lately I feel connected to everything and I will, you know, know who's calling before they call me or I like you said I I know what a person's thinking before they say it and just just my just my (laughs) intuition as well is just so on point with the choices I need to make in my life and I I've found that if I don't if I don't follow my intuition if I don't make those choices it really hurts. It's really painful and it and it, it really, really hurts really badly. So um yeah.
1: That the, I'm sorry, go ahead. No no no. I was
0: just I was what's your what's your take on that? How do you what do you say about that?
1: I say rock on. You that's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh,
1: seriously. Like, um no, truly, because you have enough awareness to know and to sense um just very aware of what is best for you. And um, you are, truly are being guided. Um, but, you, you know, you could say by your higher self, by your own in, you know, own spirit, soul, and your body. I, I mean, however you want to put it. Um, that's what's happening to all of us who choose to let go of the old, um, that which does not serve us. And um, my abilities are kicking on. Um, it's a little disconcerting at times because I'm like, ah, what? Blah, that was fun. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, but it's, I, I love hearing when people say that to me. I've heard it quite frequently over the last couple of years. Um, and I am excited to be honest with you. Um, The more people who choose to allow themselves to um, expand like you're doing and to continue to heal and to express itself um, in its, the way it's meant to be, uh, your flavor of the divine is meant to be expressed and show up in the world. I'm very excited about this because for me, it, it, is kind of like we're returning back to um there was a time from in my world there was a time on the planet where we all were like this we could telepath with each other we were very transparent with each other um we were very honest um and much integrity and dignity in what we said, how we treated each other, how we were—we totally were embodied divinity. Um, an amazing—it um, is not—it looks like the 3D form we have right now, but it's more, uh, more expanded. It's more closer to a light body, if you will, or an energy body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just amazing. It's amazing. Peace. It's amazing. Um, Just love and respect for each other, and just such an allowance with grace for everyone to be who they are. And um, a peaceful, um, um, not to say that there wasn't, um, you know, disagreements and things like that, but there was not to the level that we've had it for, gosh for a long long time on this planet so when I hear people say like you did that my abilities are kicking on and um, I, I just am so excited I'm, I, it's just a confirmation to me that there are more and more of us choosing to return to our own light that we are, we were created as, and to keep choosing that and keep being present with it. Um, can you imagine if everyone walked around being in full integrity, full transparency, full accountability? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I want yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but it just, and there is some level for me that makes it feel like a, rem- a remembrance and it's such a heartfelt remembrance like i i just ah it's so good it's i've so always good. i've
0: always thought i was like an alien and i was put here or something and you know people who know me closely i i, I always talk about kind of going home you know this sort of yeah. like ephemeral sort of like out there weird kind of home place i have no idea what i'm talking about but It's it's like this, this home. I I don't know. I don't know. And so, so when I ask people about, you know, what do you, what do you think home means? What's home to you? And they like give me their address or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, no, that's not what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) No, I know exactly what you mean. Um, For most of my life, I have not felt, I I feel like I've dropped on the wrong planet. I'm like, I just, I don't understand these humans. I don't get it. (laughs) What am I doing here? Like, what's the point of me being here? I'm completely different than everybody else. I already know what half the people are going to say to me. What's the point of this? I don't get this. Why am I here, right? Um, And I've always wanted to go home. And I'm like, please just take me home, (laughs) right? Because can I be done with this now? (laughs) Because this hurts. This, This way that people are operating is just... So much suffering, it yeah, hurts. Yeah, and yeah. like you said before, you know, if you don't align with those decisions that are what's best for you, it hurts. It does. It physically hurts, and mentally hurts, and emotionally hurts, It spiritually hurts. It heart hurts your heart. It's just painful. So yeah, no, I and I can honestly say <laughs> that most of us are not from this planet. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, most of the light workers are oh. not because. Um, and that's a whole different subject, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but it is, it's this sense of, if I, if I want to bring it down a little bit more simply for, um, just to kind of address it because it, it, a lot of people feel like that, at least a lot of people that I know and a lot of the workers, uh, light workers and energy workers and healers that I know, they have this sense of like, I want home, I want to be home and, um, We each know what that is in our heart. And I think we can access it um, if we allow ourselves. But it's a bit of a catch-22 because once you know what home is and where you come from, um, you can either feel completely at peace you know, knowing that okay, someday I'm going to go back there and I know what it feels like, and I can carry that with me um, in you know on this planet in my heart um, in this life on a day to day basis. Or I've seen other people um, because I have actually taken people to the planets that they're from back to the soul groups that they um, came from so that they remember that, could remember that home. And it is, it is one of the most beautiful abilities I've been given um, to witness that, wow. to witness people find that peace in their heart. It's an amazing, you know, it's like that moment when someone dies the, right before they die or maybe the day before they die, they just look energetically beautiful, right? Because they know they're going home. And when I've taken people on those journeys, that's exactly what they look like when they come back. Some of them are sad because they miss it. Um, but I, I try to help them remember that they, they, that will always be with them. They can always go back. I can always take them back to visit if it's that intense or, you know, but now that you know that it's, there's a great peace that you can have from um, being conscious. So, you know, so if,
0: if, If there's this magical place that, you know, where I can shine and I'm beautiful and, you know, whatever, I, and I can go there and I go there when I die. I mean, why are, why are we here? What are we, what are we doing? What is the point? I mean, I'm just, I'm so, I mean, I feel like a lot of us are just completely clueless about what we're doing and we're so lost and, and, and it's it's so difficult to you know really pick something and and choose and i, I don't know just the, the the thought escapes me how to, explaining it escapes me but um you know what what can we do to align to our truth how can we how can we how can we get home faster <laughs>
1: I don't know if there's a faster. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure there's not a faster. I've asked that question. And uh, I get a very sm- smart ass remark, and uh, I'll hear the comment of, like, what? You think you're going to be perfect? And so then you can just leave? You think that's what this is? <laughs> and it's like, okay, no. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, what is the purpose for us being here? That well- is a. Well, that's a good just,
0: one. that's that's a pretty large question so
1: yeah <laughs> what
0: about what about something easier than that what about you know what can we do energetically to to help us on our journey like when we feel the suffering that we feel are there are there tools exercises that that you know of that maybe you can teach us
1: um let me think about that second question for a little bit let me um to answer that first part okay? Um, because I think that's an important very important part for everyone to put it in very simple terms and um, just layman terms for me to really it comes down to making a choice we all have free will we were built like this it's part of the whole system that we came into and it's key because every single decision that we have to make we are put up against, what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose love? Are you going to choose fear? Are you going to choose doubt? Are you going to choose certainty? And yes, it has a very uh, distinguishing duality, polarity to it, dichotomy to those things, but it comes down basically to just those. The other key thing about making that decision is, where are you going to choose to make these these decisions from? Where are you going to choose to create from? Are you going to choose to create from your ego? Are you going to choose to create from um, the divinity, the divine spark in yourself? Are you going to choose to create, if you will, with the um, God light within you? Um, What are you going to choose? And I think you put it very well, very, very well when you said, you know, when I don't make those decisions, it hurts. And when I do make those decisions that are very much in alignment with, um, what you consider your truth, um, uh, it's very probably joyous and very, feels really good. And you feel like you're in the flow, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Um, to keep, I think what we all can do is keep making those decisions that, keep us on that path of um of no suffering and we create our own hell you know the heaven that we create we can create um heaven or hell for ourselves and we're really good at it and that's a choice that's an absolute choice and so when we choose and put our intention to create heaven on earth and that's a very cliche statement but There's a reason for that statement um, because we are responsible for that and we're the ones who make those choices and we're the ones who create the reality and set that energy in motion um, for not only ourselves but for those around us. You know, we're like a drop in the water. When we make a, a, a choice a decision that is in alignment with our truth, that ripple we drop into the into the still water and that the ripples off of our drop, we don't know where they go. We have no idea how far that ripple will go, right? But it does. And on an energetic level, that reaches out to the whole entire consciousness of this planet and into this planet. And I would even dare say out into the galaxy. And so there's just this vibe. And the more of us that choose to create from the div- divinity, the divine light in us, not from our egos, to stay in alignment with our truth, um, what we believe that to be, and set our intention from there, and put our attention on keep, keeping that energy in, in motion forwards, to making our dreams come true from our heart, not from our ego, Ow, wow, wow that is just that is what is perpetuating um this you know uh, heaven on earth if you will we we can do that we can create that if uh, if enough of us continue to choose that but i think on a day to day basis just for everyone who you know is new to this stuff that is what it comes down to is making those choices with clear intention from uh, the divine spark in yourself, knowing that's the absolute truth, a gut gut decision, and you know it in your heart of hearts, go with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And just making those cho- choices in everything that we do. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really, really profound. I'm, I'm trying to take notes, and I'm sitting here just drawing like, like little pictures and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I'm just, I'm blown away by, you know, the the depth in which you're explaining this, this is, this, this is amazing. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Okay. So, so do you think that, that we are by fulfilling this truth, do you think that we're on some sort of like karmic mission that, you know, maybe, maybe by following this intuition and, and following this gut feeling and following our, our quote truth and doing all the things that we're supposed to be doing, you know, maybe we're releasing these karmic contracts and by doing that, other people are also like seeing that we're doing that and then following suit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I think um, because we're we're making a different decision, we're shifting our paradigms and we're shifting um, what we choose to be in alignment with, which is... Key and really important to shifting karma. Um, that's a pretty loaded word, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna just answer your or address what you said. Okay, right, yeah, right let's there. Roll with it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, yes. I forgot what you said. <laughs> I <just laughs> no, blipped. I was
0: talking about I was talking about karma and you know our choices are and uh, having a mission here, like ah, you know, yeah, yeah. fulfilling this sort of contractual karmic obligation whatever it may be and you know maybe for our highest good or and everyone else around us as well and and the end goal being sort of ascending ascension and so it seems like it seems like what's happening with you know the 2012 phenomenon and, and people waking up like we we are moving into these sort of perfect bodies where Um, our chakra systems are activating and we are clearing out all these attachments and all these negative things that have been in our lives for so long suddenly are disconnecting and suddenly they're they're gone and I mean I, I feel like people are seeing changes in their lives so quickly now so much more quickly than than ever before and it's interesting it's a really interesting time to be alive i mean i'm I'm quite <laughs> grateful for it,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, me too. It is a very interesting time, and you know, I can say that we um we chose this lifetime because it was going to be interesting and it was going to be juicy and at some point it's been said that um we actually started writing our own history um on the Higher realms if you will because we enough of us on this planet had chosen to shift our our paradigm from the old to the new and just enough of us believed that it was like this just isn't it there's more to life than this more to life than this you know bump and grind on a daily basis there's more i just know it and there was enough of us that believed in that and because of that um at some point we actually um um started writing our own history like okay humanity has now shifted to the point um and they're vibrating at a certain frequency so much there's enough of us on this planet that are in alignment with that we're gonna what can we create where do we go from here and it's been a very very <laughs> juicy um last probably about 10 15 years um to watch what we chose it's for me sometimes it was really nerve-wracking and you know because you like go oh we're tipping we're gonna know we didn't fall all right way to go guys <laughs> you know yeah. um so it's a bit of that um It is. Uh, Time is accelerating because we're shifting our paradigm because when time, well, that's a whole different topic I don't really want to address right now, but let me go back to the mission thing and how I mentioned before that we were helping each other out. Um, We all did this together. We had to do this together. There is the saying that it only takes just one, right? the whole Jesus story where Jesus was just one person and look what he did there's that very much so and he I think also what's new in this new paradigm is that we are not meant to um, uh, what is the word well let's take out the not meant to and just talk about the meant to Mm -hmm. Um, we are Really, by example only, um, are what gets more done um, on an energetic level, on a um, shifting a paradigm level, if we just are the example, um, and not purposely trying to be the example, but if we are just live our lives um, in alignment with our truth um, and the divine, then um, mm-hmm. that's that's part of the, that's awesome. That has a huge effect, way more than if if any of us actually opened our mouths. We do have to open our mouths, so we do need to be um, mindful about uh, what we put out there because that's energy too. Yeah. You know, We create things and feelings and emotions and others, and we send thoughts out with our words. Words can be very powerful. Um, but we are in this together. As far as being karmic, uh, I think most of us on this planet at this time did it on purpose we came here um during this time because it was going to be juicy it was going to be a hell of a ride and it's been an adventure and it still is we're not done um we're still creating our our history our future um one day at a time wow but we did um we did come here to help each other we can't do it without each other the more of us like i said before the more of us who get in alignment with why we're here um is just uh, it's kind of like let's jack up the electricity volume Woohoo! you know it's gonna be like yeah um it's just awesome um hope that addresses the mission mission <laughs> so, thing. <laughs> so with
0: that, with that we are at the bottom of the hour. We're going to take a break, folks. We're This is the human experience. We're, we're on with Tiffany Johnson and she is just absolutely destroying it. I love this. Love this conversation. I'm loving it. So we will be <laughs> right back and hang on cuz we're going to go deeper. <laughs> And this is The Human Experience. We're back. I'm Xavier. I'm here with Tiffany Johnson. She's she's blowing my mind. This is, this is amazing. Um, I just, I've wanted to have this conversation, Tiffany, for so long. And I just, and I, and I kind of like you just said, I think, I think I, you know, I, I talk to my friends about this stuff and I, um, and, and yeah, we talk about it, but there's a, there's a wall, you know, there, there's a point where it just, it doesn't it doesn't really help anymore to kind of talk about what we're talking about if that makes sense yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and so so yeah i think in this space i think it it really gives us a chance to really just get out you know like what our messages and so i'm i'm so happy that you know you're here and and i could feel my chakras spinning and <laughs> 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 um, awesome <laughs> you know one of the one of the things i was going to ask you about was um you know i it, it's it's so important for us to have people like you here, in, you know, facilitating this sort of you know process, um, it you know I, I've I've talked to other healers and, um, I, don't, I don't know, there's there's something about it, and it I know it it seems like everything is sort of an energy game, right? And yeah, and and the winning the winning scenario is if both parties are kind of walking away feeling good about the transaction you know the, the energy exchange whatever it may be like whether you're you're trading a good or you're buying something you should feel good about it and not you know you the, not later that you after you, the hypnosis wears off that you, know, you <laughs> feel like shit because you know you got ripped off right so so i think i think in you know in dialogue and in exchanges in our everyday in our everyday we should be able to feel like we're helping one another that we're gaining something that has been beneficial for both of us not and not only just both of us but a sort of synergy a third you know a third energy like a third higher kind of energy i mean can you flow with that
1: <laughs> yeah i can flow with that <laughs> um i'm yeah no that's a great way of putting it um how i perceive relationships um, any kind of relationship is where there you have a a me a you and the stuff between, and the stuff between is what you co-create with that person, but also that's where the the divine or spirit or that uh, the um, motion movement of uh, energy, divine energy gets its place if the space is allowed for it. Mm -hmm, Um, and how you co-create that with someone is based on those decisions on a day-to-day basis. Um, so yeah, um, the tricky thing about that is, is our culture in, at least in America, um, is all about give me what I want. I want what I want when I want it, you right know, we're now. kind of like, yeah. yeah, we're kind of like an egotistical 19 year old, like, I got this, you're on your own, see ya, <laughs> you know, and it's, it, that's not, that's not co-creative, that's not mutually supportive, it's, um, and it's very much of uh, creating an independence uh, and a very big flavor of separation from other And from source, um, source meaning the divine, your, your definition of God, um, Mm -hmm. however you want to put that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that creates a serious amount of separation and that's not what, where we're headed. That's not what we are about, um. Um, just a, a, in human nature, um, that's not what we're about. We have our moments of being selfish, but we're also healthy selfish, but we also need to work in community. We we need each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the more we can head towards like, hey, it, we're in this situation. How can this be beneficial for both of us? Um, and sometimes we have to be careful with the good, good win. Uh, there's a, we have to be careful with that because sometimes the 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 gift is the uncomfortableness when you feel like you've lost if that makes sense okay, okay. because but because before, what you're going to yeah
0: before we go there let's i I was okay. trying to segue <laughs> into this I I want to talk about parasites I want to talk about people who are parasitic they are vampires they um you know it, it the I think the most dangerous people that are are the ones that appear, you know, to be otherwise. They're they're narcissists, they're psychopaths, you know, they're possessed, who knows. But um but you know, they exist. There are people who exist to infiltrate, you know, what you're doing, your evolution, your personal evolution, and they their goal is to, you know, screw that, you know, up as much as possible. So, how do we how do we recognize that? How do we defend against that? And I and I know that, you know, you or I think it, it seems like you have this sort of, you know, everything is learning and, you know, yet even through bad experiences we can learn. I get that. But I also want to be aware and I and I want to have control. I, I want to have a feeling of control of, of who's in my space. I want to be able to recognize, you know, um, when these these people are around me. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of thoughts about different parts of that. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let me first address the first part. The whole um, people who just feel like they are bad or evil. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So... I'm fascinated as an energy worker to understanding um, how did how did someone say like um, someone who has schizophrenia? Um, how did that happen on an energetic level? Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to the spirit soul in that person's body to get them so fragmented mm-hmm. that? Um, they've invited other beings in um, to their space they're no longer senior in their space they're, they're no they're not sovereign in their space um, what happened and like I try I, I'm fascinated by the energy um, in uh, mental disorders and, and um, psychological syndromes mm-hmm. because of this um, because it, it has such an impact on the soul spirit I'm using those words inter, uh, inter in the the same uh kind of space yeah because i don't um i don't want to go into the the whole discussion of defining either one of those because there's so many systems out there that separate the two and put them in different parts of the body and yada yada i'm just covering covering it all (laughs) by saying soul spirit and in the body um so what So when you encounter someone who is seemingly a vampire, um, or, uh, seemingly an energy sucker or, uh, someone who just does not have good intentions towards anybody. For me, what I do is I try to back up and I go, okay, this is a form of spirit. Why is it here? And Every spirit soul, I believe, for the most part, and there are exceptions, but for the most part came from the divine. Okay, so if that's true, then there is a spark in that person somewhere in there that is the, the divine light. And if it's crowded and corroded by negative energy or bad experiences or trauma or maybe that person's been through just some serious hell in this lifetime, right? It's all in their space, like we were talking about talking about before. They are just clogged with negative dark energy. Mm-hmm. So when people who are trying to get rid of all that negative energy, uh, they can immediately sense the darkness in this person, right? And we forget. That there is a spirit soul in there somewhere, but they're wounded and they're carrying a story just like we're carrying a story. And just, just to say hello to that person, to that light in them, kind of shifts the whole dynamic of like you being a victim or um, them being a predator or you not having power and they've got all the power. It really shifts that paradigm. I like to tell myself when I start feeling like maybe I'm getting a little egotistical or I'm getting a little um, out of touch with why we're here, why I'm here, what the point of this is. And it's like I say to myself, I look around the room and I go, we are all masters in our own right. We are all equals. We're all here for a reason. We're all a very specific flavor of the divine who needs to be here. And that kind of levels the playing field for me. Mm-hmm. And it it m- lets me kind of see the energetic stories of what's going on. And from that place, I can ground myself, get back in my body, be centered, notice where I am engaging, like why am I triggered? Why am I having the reactions I am having to these people? And w- what is it about their story that is is causing me to go, oh, my God, I just got to get out of this room. I can't stand this person, right? right? What What's happening there for me? So I check in with myself first. After I've done my, you know, we're all the same here. We all carry a story. I don't know what those are. Well, I do sometimes. Well, most of the time because I could see them. But, um, you know, for those who don't have the ability to see the energy, just a You know, kind of say hello to that. Everyone's carrying a story. And the best thing you can do is just be kind and peaceful and stay grounded and sovereign in your own space. So um, because what that does is a lot of the reason why that person is trying to uh, suck your energy is that they are in a state of lack or lack of. They think you have something that they don't have, which is not true. Mm -hmm. they just believe it because they've been told that all their life that they don't have that. They'll never have it because they're a screw up or whatever, right? They have that negative energy in their space. Um, So they've bought into that story. It's not a true story, but they don't know how to get out of that story. And so, you know, it's kind of like those of us who can shine a flashlight into the dark and say, yo, hey, I see you in there. It's really dark in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming in, but I can say hello to you from out here. I'll use that same example. You say hello from your space. You don't go out of your space energetically. You stay in your space. You stay oh Capitan in the middle of your body. (laughs) You don't leave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's no reason for you to leave or have to leave. The the only reason why we jump out of our bodies is because we've gone so much into fear or we've so much gone into triggered trauma that it throws us out. And that's something for us to look at and something for us to learn about ourselves. It's like, ooh, wow, Joe Schmo over there just threw me out of my body. Why did i allow that to happen because right. joe Schmo, yes may have tried to do that on purpose energetically but it's like why did i give him permission right,
0: right. why did
1: i give up my power
0: right. why
1: did i why did i leave who who is he to tell me that i need to leave my body no way right so so, the so there's first, a lot of that so the
0: first thing <laughs> so the first thing that you do is you look when you when you experience that you look internally and And check yourself is that what you're saying that that you recommend or yes because
1: if you're not you know like I said El Capitan in the center of your space anybody can come in any it's an open target it's kind of like taking all the juice all the milk out of a glass like you know your spirit soul your consciousness if you take yourself out of your glass that's an empty glass. Anybody can come in. Anybody's going to come in if they can or if they want to. So the, the more you can stay in your glass and fill it up with your energy, the less you're going to have Uh, reactive reactions to those vampirish people, to those people who are trying to throw you, to those people who are trying to control you. And they're going to keep doing that because that's a game they want to play with you. That's the energetic game. It's like, how much can I get control by making other people afraid of me? It's the old paradigm. And the more of us that can say, you know what, that's crap. I don't want to play that game anymore. I'm going to choose to either walk away from you, or I can say this to you, you know, whatever needs to be said in a very neutral, diplomatic way, or maybe not. Maybe you know, it needs so,
0: to. So, so I have I have some friends who are pretty aware. You know, I don't hang out with people who I, I just I. So my my friends are, you know, they're they're in tune and and they get it. And I sometimes I, I hear a lot of um, stuff like. Uh, Oh well, you know, today was, was such a rough day. I just can't be around anyone. Or it feels like it feels like everyone is just taking my energy today. Or, you know, like it I just need to get away from everyone so that I can recharge. And that's something that I hear a lot from a lot of my friends. And so, you know, there there's something happening there and and yeah, okay, let me let me check myself. You know, but I have to go to work tomorrow. You know, I don't want to lose my job. So, you know, what can we do to kind of protect ourselves from those types of experiences?
1: That's an awesome question. <laughs> I actually teach tools um, to people when I do readings for them on how to actually navigate this. Because this is a pretty, it can be a very simple answer I can give you right now, or and it can get pretty detailed pretty quickly. Um, my first reaction is to say, um, what is it in you that is going out, reaching or taking on this energy that's coming into your space. Where are you meeting it? And why are you meeting it?
0: Mm, mm-hmm, okay. How
1: does that... What is the benefit of doing that mm-hmm. for you? And how does that serve you or not serve you? Right. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, so, okay, this is, this is really... This is a good one. Um, I hope. <laughs> Um, So, when we're in our, we have our personal space field, right? Or aura or electromagnetic field, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same, different words, all all the same. And in that, we have our energy. Our energy is floating around and, um, you know, it's our personal space. When... Again, when someone, or let's just use the love example, when we like someone, we have a tendency to reach out of our space energetically into their space energetically and start like just getting close to them energetically. Mm -hmm. It comes back to me for the sense of separation. We are so looking to reconnect on those levels again that we are willing energetically to go into someone else's space to find it to get it to have that connection right because you always hear when people are dating they're like i just didn't feel connected mm-hmm. well, what does that mean mm-hmm. what do you mean you didn't feel connected in what way did you have a great conversation well yeah and you're physically attracted to this person yeah um, okay so then what you know and it's like we're looking for that reconnection being met halfway it comes back to that you me and the stuff in the middle Sometimes our personal space goes into that stuff in the middle, and that person's space comes into that stuff in the middle, and now we've got a big energetic muck mess, right? Right. And so we start giving each other our stuff, because we care. We want to feel connected, right? There's so many reasons why we take other people's energy in, like, okay, I can help you. Um, I, I know what this is about, you know, I'll take this on for you, or I'll hold this for you, and that good no it's not good you just brought someone else's energy into your space they have no business being in your space the only two situations where people have any business being in your personal space on an energetic level in my world (laughs) is um, sex and uh, when a woman's pregnant that's it
0: wow Uh, well I'm I can say that I tend to do that a lot. I mean, I, not sex or pregnancy, but, um, <laughs> I tend to project a lot. And so, um, yeah, I, I do project myself out and I start to pick up on other people and I, it freaks me out, you know, and, and more of, more of it, I'm just trying to control it. Like I don't even know that I'm doing it and mm-hmm. I end up doing it. So it's very subconscious and it's kind of like breathing. So, I don't yeah that's that's difficult. Um so it's so, okay. So we <laughs> in this exchange um we are meeting this other person in a negative sort of space. And the first question to ask is why are we doing that? Why mm. why are we even going there? Yeah, what or, are you looking for? Right. Right. So it, go on. Let's let's keep digging through this. This is interesting.
1: <laughs> um, okay. So before, I'll use my, an example of myself. Before I figured out um, how to control my energy, because I could read people's thoughts, knew exactly what they needed, and could see where they were stuck and wouldn't give themselves what they needed, I did it. I was like, because I could. So, I would energetically go into their space, look at their story, you know, say hello to them and go around and muck about their space and help them get unstuck because I could, Mm -hmm. right? That's a mess. That's an energetic mess that sucks my energy out and then I'm like, oh God, I don't want to be around that person. That person loves it. They just got like a boost of my energy, right? The problems got fixed. I told them what to do with their life and then they moved on. Right. And then they come back and they ask me for advice and the same thing happens again. It's messy. And then I go, Uh, I don't want to be around this person because they suck my energy. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, they're not sucking my energy. I am putting all my energy into their space because I'm trying to help them so the benefit for me of losing my space was that i was thinking i was being helpful and i'm not Hmm. and for multiple reasons one i'm wasn't in my own body so i was leaving my body open as an energetic target i was draining giving my energy away as a gift thinking that was helpful because i had more strength i i knew what was going on right yeah. No, you know, that's not helpful. I need my strength, you know, because I can't keep helping people if, they, if I keep losing my energy, right? I'm not Capitan in my body. Um, I'm out in someone else's space being a passenger, going around, going, you know, going through what they're going through. And so I constantly have this person on my mind because I can't let go of them, right? And, it's, and they won't call me for days and days and days because I'm already in their space. I'm crowding them. So that's not helpful, right? And I want to talk to this person. So then there's the, um, uh, it benefited me. This is what I what I mean by asking yourself, how is it serving you? How is it serving me to go into someone else's space and lose my space, lose my sovereignty, lose my body? Lo- you know, I'm losing here. I'm not winning. And I think I'm being helpful. What it served me was, what I realized was that... I wanted to be helpful, and that's where I felt like people would like me if I got help. I was helpful, right? Um, so that's what how it was serving me because people did. They came to me for advice, and I felt like I was important, right? This is a really messy way to go about that. So, having learned that I need to stay center in my body, stay home at in my body in my personal space is probably one of the best tools that we can teach ourselves how to do because from this place, from this throne, from this podium, we can see so much more and be a little bit more neutral and have more space for ourselves to choose um, better reactions, better make better decisions from being sovereign and centered in our own bodies. And letting go of the, the lies that... That doesn't serve, you know, how does that serve? And it wasn't serving either one of us. Mm -hmm. So to be very um, conscious about intention again, where I put my intention, my intention was to help this person. My attention went into their space. My energy followed that attention and intention and I made a mess,
0: right? So...
1: um, Taking that back to your original question about vampires and people who suck energy, that's what they're doing, you know, on the reverse in a very more negative way. Wow. I was trying to be helpful, right. Right. but they, they're they doing it in a, a more negative way. So I um, hope that answers that question.
0: Wow. <laughs> really interesting. Um, that kind of goes back to what we were discussing about um, creating a sort of win-win for both parties and, Allowing yeah. this, the divine to be in between our interactions, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it kind of kind of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I, I like hope it. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, so, um, you know, why don't you why don't you describe to me your your a, a day in the life? Like how because it, it seems like you're your experience is is so so far kind of like if i don't i mean i'm i i'm pretty sensitive and i have times where i just want to run away and just, just term it and not talk to anyone or see anyone and so i mean it, you must feel like that sometimes and it, i mean is that why you live in the mountains because <laughs>
1: um oh yeah no i hear you there are times where i've lost my space for whatever reason um all of us go th- i mean anybody who's doing any kind of energy work anybody who's sensitive to energy um there's waves of um how well your space is doing what a mm, yeah mm, that's interesting the, yeah. Um, one of the things I, you asked for a tool earlier and, and what's coming to mind right now is like just um, a lot of bubbles. Like when you're feeling so zapped and so full that you need to go and be isolated and be by yourself, just imagine anything that's on your mind or anybody or a situation or work situation, whatever is bugging you. Imagine a big bubble out in front of you and let that go right into the bubble. Create as many bubbles as you want. Create them as big as you want. And when they are full, you can do so many different things with them. You can imagine them floating away. You can pop them all. Um, Just make sure they're very far away from you. Don't pop them in your own space. (laughs) Otherwise, you'll, (laughs) you'll make a big mess in your space again. Um, you can imagine them going down water, you can blow them up, you can do whatever you want, however you want to get rid of them. Or you can just gently say, I want this to go back to where it belongs. And um, that kind of helps decompress our personal spaces or our auric field of um, unnecessary energy. Um, It it was really helpful. It's a very simple tool. Um, Again, just put it in a bubble and let it go. And you really let it go and then you'll feel so much better um i find that that works a lot for me where if i'm just spinning on something i'm like oh you know what out 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 and i'll imagine a big bubble and i'll be like go in the bubble (laughs) i've had it and it'll go in the bubble and it'll go away and i've got my space back um it's really nice the reason why i prefer to live in the mountains is yes i am incredibly sensitive to energy um And being in cities is just overwhelming for me. My nervous system gets so overstimulated and it can't ever rest because I'm picking up on everything that's going on. And, you know, I can tune it out most of the time, but, you know, I'm different every day. Some days are good. Some days are not so good. I go through my own growth periods where I'm moving so much energy. I need to be isolated because... I'm being reintegrated, reworked, you know, unwrapped and rewrapped again in new ways. And I just need peaceful, quiet, positive energy to allow that process to happen and to integrate um, the, the shifts that are going on within myself. Um, so I say, yeah, you need to go into the mountains. You need to go for a walk. Go for it. Take it. Um, do it. It's helpful. So
0: I'm, I'm going to come visit you basically then. Hang out. We're gonna like hang out in the mountains and talk about this stuff. Yeah, Uh,
1: (laughs) one of my favorite places. uh, I love this place. is called the Star House. Um, It's a temple based on sacred geometry, and it is energetically charged um, to be at a very high frequency. And it is a non-denominational temple. And I'll tell you, the there is such. Uh, divinity and grace in that place and um, the archangels are in there and um, yes, you, I invite you to come up and visit that place with me. It's one wow, of my favorite places.
0: Sounds divine. Sounds pretty amazing. Oh, it is. <laughs> it really, you, really have is. You, have you heard of, um, there's an author uh, it's Arthur E. Powell. He wrote a book called uh, The Astral Body and Other Astral Phenomena. Very, very old book. I think it's like 1925 1926 oh wow yeah no Uh no huh um it's probably one of the the most like in-depth pieces i've read on you know at what happens energetically and and on the astral it's a really good read i highly recommend it um, and it's it's from you know like the the nineteen friggin twenty six or something and <laughs> so so yeah. long ago, so it's not filtered and it's it doesn't have this mainstream kind of like taint to it. and um there's there's a part in that book where he describes and he talks about like thought forms and how we're creating them constantly and how um to go back to to kind of link back to what we were talking about um how when we think about a person depending on how strongly that thought is charged it's like like a like a bubble or something kind of projects out shoots at them hits their field and depending on their strength depending on how strong they are if if they're if they're less strong than you they absorb what what y- what you've sent them, and if they're more strong, it bounces back and hits hits you. So <laughs> it's a really really interesting read. Um, I was actually kind of wondering about that. He talks about he talks about um, kind of creating thought forms, which I have no plans on on doing, but <laughs> um, like creating these living kind of autonomous kind of things and. Um, it, it, it's, it gets kind of out there, but I, I wanted to know what, you know, what you thought about this stuff, like you, demonology, it, it, where, where are you at with non-physical beings? Do you, do you have encounters? Do you, uh, do you pick, I mean, it, it sounds like you pick up on this stuff every day, so.
1: Uh, you remember the movie, as uh, uh, what is that, Sixth Sense? Yeah. I see dead people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, uh, wow. I pick up on all, a lot of that stuff. That um, was a really great movie for me. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, wow, <laughs> right, because you never expect that ending. And that was just, like, nice that somebody put that out there. Um, I wish they hadn't done it in such a scary form, but um, that's how it feels sometimes, is that scary, you know, um, in the beginning when you start to get used to it. But I'm off on the tangent. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, when you think of someone, depending on how strong the energy is uh, that you have, whether it be positive or negative, um, attached to that thought about this person, it goes right out to them like a trajectory, you know, what is it called, Um uh Tractor beam, and mm-hmm. it, it finds them, it hits them, and if they You know, you can look at it in one sense. If they like you and you were sending them, like, I really like this person, they're going to pick up on that and they'll they'll send I like you back, right? Mm -hmm. If you like them and they're like, oh, no, why is that? I I, I wish I wasn't thinking about this person, you know, like, or they're nervous about liking you or, you know, there's so many varied reactions that that person can have. Um, More likely than not, they're going to call you (laughs) because… They picked up on your phone call, your energetic phone call, and went, hey, what's going on? I was just thinking about you. Right? right. (laughs) Right? That happens a lot. That's typically what that is when someone sends something out. And it's true. Um, If someone's holding their space strong enough, if they are in their bodies, if they are senior, sovereign, and centered, um, they won't take on a whole lot of energy from other people. They'll get the ping Mm -hmm. um, or the poke, as Facebook puts it, Mm. you know, the energetic poke, but it'll kind of just kind of wash off. And they can decide what they want to do with it or what not to do with it. Um, you know, and that's kind of how that goes. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That, um, you know, that that again connects back to everything we've been talking about, especially since, you know, because of like this this shift in awareness, we are more conscious of of these things. We're picking up more and more and more. Yeah, you were just thinking about me. I felt you think about me. Yeah. yeah. Like we're 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 having this conversation. We're saying the exact same thing and we're like we're our mouths are moving and we're saying the exact <laughs> same thing. We're connected. Yeah. We're we're all sort of connected in this like sort of grid thing. So yeah. um so let's let's get into let's get into non physical beings. Let's get into ah. deities and let's get into I mean, what would you term them? Would you call them archangels? Would you call them demons? Would you call them aliens? Um, I'd I'd really (laughs) like to know more.
1: Okay. Well, gosh, depending on who shows up, I might call them an archangel. I might call them a demon. I might call them an alien. It really depends um, on who shows up because you can... um, it depends on who shows up, is what it is. Who got invited or who decided to drop in for a little something-something. Um, <laughs> okay, so your
0: last know. your last deity encounter, let's hear that.
1: Oh, my last deity encounter. I will share a story that a friend of, my, a friend of mine and I have been um, really enlightened on and i i let me explain that so you know we all know about lucifer right and i've this is one of you know your classic demons if you will if you're looking from a negative perception mm-hmm. if you're looking from the old paradigm If you're looking and buying into the whole, oh, an archangel was so jealous about humanity that God said that's wrong and threw him down on earth. And how bad is earth for an archangel to be thrown down to? Really? (laughs) Like, okay, let's throw him down to earth because that's the worst place that he could possibly be, right? And so he's pissed off at God and he goes around and he starts terrorizing humanity, which is supposed to be, according to the Bible, is God's fair favorite creation, right? Mm -hmm. That's a fantastic negative story. If you buy it, well, most of us have bought it for a long, long time. But Lucifer's name, Lucifer was the most beautiful, energetic, right-hand angel of God. He must have done something so bad to get thrown out of heaven if you're buying into that paradigm, right? Right. Lucifer's name means morning star. Morning star is the brightest star in the sky, right? Yeah. Lucifer is the shining light in the dark. Let's take this this perception. Let's do a gradual shift in perception about Lucifer. So if we know his name is morning star and he's the brightest star and he's God's right hand archangel, closest to God is that bad? That can't be bad. Right? Yeah. Why would they name him star?
0: Relative, yeah, bad. Relative gift. the
1: whole, right, right. he's got legions of demons and, you know, he's got, he's mean and he's evil and people are possessed by him and la 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 la. You know, um, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, there are some nasty evil beings out there, but there's multiple reasons for those too. And I, I'm, don't buy into the fact that lucifer's got le- legions of these evil beings. Hmm. Let's let's shift this yeah, I know, <laughs> right? It's it's a big one. It's a big one in the consciousness of humanity because that one has been a long-running story. Let's let's take it another step. Okay. So If Lucifer, it it means morning star, right? We have Archangel Michael, we have a whole legion of archangels. I'm just going to keep it simple by sticking to Raphael, who's the healer, Gabriel, who's the communicator, the messenger of God, Archangel Michael, who's the sword of truth carrier, who's a protector, and um, Archangel uh, Uriel, who is um, uh, kind of like... You know, she's, they've got multiple pur- purposes not as big and strong as the other ones but let's just stick to those um, She, that one tends to be more of nurturing and more home based, more um, kind of humely form if you will has stuff to do with that um, I haven't worked a whole lot with Uriel I've worked enough with them but not a whole lot Anyways, so there's this big, huge crew of archangels, right? Mm-hmm. I have a friend who um part of her guides are, she, her guides is a council of the archangels. And Lucifer happened to have shown up. Mm. And we're like, and she was like, ah! oh, my <laughs> God, Lucifer's away. What does that mean? You know, she's freaking out because yeah. of all this, you know, fear around oh, Lucifer. yeah. yeah. But when she sees him, she sees him as a bright light just like all the other ones. Now me, I'm like, wait a minute, what are you doing here and why are you showing up? What's, what are you doing? So we get from him that he's here to help. We're like, both of us are still kind of hesitant, right? (laughs) like, hmm, all right, (laughs) we'll see how this goes. Um, because I have had experiences with nasty demons and nasty beings all my life on and off. And I know how to get rid of them. So I was like, okay, if he is, you know, bullshitting us, I'll get rid of him. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so took it with a grain of salt that he showed up. He showed up to her the other day in the most amazing gift. And he, and this kind of goes back to our choices. So... If you choose from your ego you and you choose to create from your own energy, not the divine light, Lucifer will show up and give you exactly what you want. And you'll end up being the cold-hearted CEO, power-hungry, greedy, heartless, you know, typical, stereotypical, jerky, you know, person in power, mm-hmm. right? You'll get the power that you want. You'll make money off of it but you will not be in alignment with the divine. It's your choice, right? Here we go back to the free will thing again. You have that choice, or you can choose to create from the divine light. What are you going to choose? You can choose to have it be in alignment with your higher self for your purpose for being here, and he will gladly help you because he's a creator being. What do you want to create? You want to create heaven on earth, or you want to create personal hell? What do you want? That's his purpose. He can give you the light, which is his name, or he can give you the dark, which is your choice. What do you want?
0: Okay, just to make this clear, I don't recommend anyone call Lucifer or any of that. Just <laughs> I, I, I don't recommend that. I, I don't think that's a good idea. But that's maybe that's my ego talking. I just um, I don't I don't know. Yeah, you're right. There is a lot of stigma behind that name, and you know, Satan, Lucifer. Yeah, it just it. It bugs me out, you know, it, it's...
1: Right, right. And that's the best example I could give you that when I say there's a divine spark in everyone, no matter how negative they are, there's a divine spark in them. It might be teeny tiny, it might be the size of a penny, but it's in there. And your capacity to stay out of fear, to say hello to that is so key in dealing with demons and dark beings and non-physical entities and you have a choice and so he is the classic he's the best example of that mm-hmm. is like you can choose to you know buy into the whole thing that he's negative or you can choose to buy in that he's he's part of that troop god created him for a reason right. and he he created because we go into the dark And sometimes we have to go into the dark and what do we choose in the dark? Do we choose our ego? Do we choose fear? Do we choose divine light? Like just keep blind faith. All the religions of the world are like blind faith, blind trust. Keep it in there. Keep it in your heart, right? So that's the best example I can give you of like dealing with um, entities. Um, And that is the last one I've dealt with, to be honest with you. Yes. Is him and my own fears and worries, concerns and paradigms and shifting. But like honestly, when she told me about this story and t- told me what she got from him, I cried because it was beautiful because he was able. Um, he was able to show her his actual divinity and love that he is, and. Um, and because she made the choice to create from the divine light, not from her ego, not from a, uh, power, uh, uh power yeah. right. So, so let's, yeah, let's, that's a big one. Yeah. But. Yeah. Let's, um, let's <laughs> step back a
0: little bit and, you know, I just, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this just because this is right now in the mainstream and I'm guessing that you don't watch much of the news at all. And, but if you haven't heard there's this Ebola massive fear campaign like scare the shit out of everyone uh, happening right now you know and and the market is tanking for the last week and amid you know all these scares of, of of Ebola and and you know if you if you want to go into the conspiracy side of things I guess if if you can keep a population afraid and away from this divinity that we're talking about if you can keep them so scared that they're afraid to look into themselves to see god or divinity um you've won i mean they've won by doing that they've they've won you're you're you've already lost i mean you're you're so scared about getting this thing and it's on the news and you're watching the news every day and you're just hooked to your tv and wow i mean (laughs) what are you doing man (laughs) <laughs> so this this goes out to you know that that that's for the people who are buying into this this campaign that I it seems pretty obvious to me is just meant to scare the shit out of you. So um I don't know I I really do you know back to back to what we were kind of discussing at the beginning of the conversation um there is a, a shift happening there is this sort of sh- uh, relativistic sort of uh, moral uh, shift, where uh, things like like truth, love, all of, all of those things are are becoming more present and they're more real. And uh, I think the sooner that people start to accept that and and just accept it, just just kind of accept it within yourself, I think. I think it'll, it'll just make it easier for you know, everyone.
1: <laughs> that would be so that would be sweet if everybody could just accept it. <laughs> but part, part of that fear conspiracy um, and keeping I've heard that um, theory, and I kind of hold it with a grain of salt, but I also kind of notice that it, there's a lot of credence to it, because most of our media now is entertainment-based. And it is fear-based. It, it does nothing but put us into fear. And what does fear do? Put us out of our bodies. It makes us make decisions based out of our ego, not the divine light. And that's um, that's there because there are beings that do not want us to go to the light. You're absolutely right on that. And unfortunately... They are in our government and they are in our media and they are have a lot of power right now because what's happening is um, they're starting to lose their power. So they have to increase the negativity and they have to increase the fear in order to get your attention, right? Because it's a, it's a lot easier to go to the divine light and be positive or, as some people say, hippy-dippy um, into the new woo-woo world. Um, because it's positive. Everybody be positive, right? You hear this a lot. Everybody put positive. Yeah, love one another. It'll be great, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, yeah, there's some validity to that, but we also need to be grounded in, in ourselves and really be consciously aware of the choices that, of what we en- choose to engage in. So if we choose to engage watching the television and getting our panties all bunched up about stuff that's being fed to us, that most of it is being manipulated anyways, you know where are you gonna go? You're not going far with that. You're gonna get into fear, and it's gonna make you, you know, not buy things. It's gonna make you save your money. It's gonna make you freak out. It's gonna get you pissed off. It's gonna make you change your job. It's gonna, you know, what whatever that does. That's the intention. Because unfortunately. We all have a choice. We can choose to ascend. There's some of us that are going to choose. There's some of us who are kind of in the middle, got one foot in one world, one foot in the other. And there's those of us who absolutely refuse that this is all bullshit. You guys are a bunch of weird freaks and I'm sticking with this over here and I'm not looking. Mm -hmm. And that's free will. Mm -hmm. And they have a choice. And there's always been that percentage across the board in humanity. It's just the soul's evolution. It's where they choose it's what they choose. What do they want to learn? And that's what they're choosing. And wow. Wow, it is you. what it is.
0: You you've made a lot of a lot of stuff make sense tonight. I I really, you know, it I've been thinking about this stuff a lot and um it it really does connect together and the the paradigm does make sense. So, um yeah. Okay. I mean, is there <laughs> is is there I mean, is there a place is there anything else that you want to like get in tonight or how do you feel about this conversation?
1: Oh, I feel awesome about this conversation. This is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's so much fun to talk about this stuff and kind of go there and push the edges a little bit and and you know stretch some consciousness a little bit here. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I I'm definitely, just I definitely
0: agree with you that um, there there is uh, an ascension something protocol happening and I feel like I feel like it's a a wave like a like a wave form that is is coming at us and I feel like our antennas are up and they're they're kind of like going higher so we're getting more and more sensitive to this thing that's about to happen this thing that's about to hit us and and so I, I think there might even be a sort of limit of how many people can can ascend how many people the waveform can hold so yeah i mean it, it, it the it, the choice is yours i mean if if you think that you would prefer to ascend in your lifetime this is the time is now i mean i you know it wasn't it wasn't long ago before I and mean, this podcast was just an idea and and it's gotten to it's scaled up on a level that you know i couldn't have ever imagined and I I really feel like what we're doing here is is helping people and I really feel like conversations like this need to happen and people people are I I think they they're 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 asking for this stuff and so so yeah I mean we're we're definitely gonna have you on again and and (laughs) thanks we're we're gonna talk more um Tiffany, you're, you're amazing. What, is, is there anything else? Is there a place um, that people can find your work? Uh.
1: Yes. Um, I have a website. It's called www.essentiallifemedicine.com.